0: Hey, welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast where we chat about the traditionally quote-unquote unblack things Black people go up for. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, five stars only, because we are five-star bitches. Word to your I'm your host, Sequoia, and joining me today, we have a special guest. He's a television writer for a plethora of shows at this point, a stand-up comic, and he plays James on Freeform's original series, Single Drunk Female, and also my boyfriend, Garek Bernard,
1: hey, it's me again. I'm back, (laughs) bitches. Let's go. Been on the
0: podcast. I forget that you have been on the podcast before. It was like eight years. Wow, I
1: can't believe you are forgetting the times when your love has joined the podcast. But it's okay. Don't worry about it. How could I forget? It's hurtful. It's hurtful. It hurts my feelings every time. Let's do it.
0: I mean, I think you're going to be fine. Um. So today we are talking about something that is near and dear to Garek's heart. Yep. Which means absolutely, it, it means nothing to me at all. But I wow. noticed a lot of you Negroes like it. Y'all seem to have a wow. strong affinity
1: You Negroes. For,
0: yeah, a lot of you Negroes, because I'm nothing like uni girls. a lot of you seem oh, to wow. have- Oh my a, God,
1: <laughs> this is so disrespectful. <laughs> Why did we get here? A lot of you <laughs> did we get seem to, this to have disrespectful place?
0: a strong affinity for Kung Fu. And I, I think I can understand. I can understand. Yeah. But I thought that I would bring on- the wild thing is you love like mma you love
1: combat sports so the fact that you haven't seen a good i think it's because you haven't seen a good kung fu movie i think that's what it is i think you
0: does rush hour constitute no no. not
1: (laughs) although it is fantastic and it is perfect and jackie chan is the reason why most black people exist i feel (gasps) like he he spread his wings and and uh, Michael J. White saw him, and he was like, "I'm gonna be that." And then, wow, a plethora these are strong of uh, anime negroes. There's yeah, a
0: black yeah, yeah, man yeah. saying that the reason that all of us exist is Jackie Chan. I just like, yeah. you know, this to go on record as as what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a yeah. That's
1: very true. Yeah, he is the.
0: But before we get into the, Jackie, he's the Jackie Chan of of it all, the
1: black race.
0: Please, please, before we get into Jackie Chan at all. <laughs> And the general kung fu of it all. We have our first segment called In My Defense. In My Defense segment where we bring one controversial opinion and we defend it for you all. Garrick, did you bring something to defend for the people? And on a level of one to ten, how controversial is this take?
1: It's it's a light seven.
0: Uh There's a man on my roof right now and he really is just scared the fuck out of me. What the fuck is going on? Is he working on it? The hell he's doing anyways okay you said on the scale of one to ten it's a light seven that's pretty heavy
1: it's a light that's seven <laughs> it's a light seven
0: that's way higher than i thought you were gonna go yeah
1: that's yeah, way yeah. higher
0: okay now okay now i'm interested because you i'm coming been, for a now you do have controversial opinions but none that you I really did. share out loud like that so I'm i feel interested. like if i'm
1: going to come on my girlfriend's <laughs> podcast i feel like i need to come with Something that is near and dear to my heart, you know, some actual okay. takes, something that I truly believe.
0: We getting some real Gary Bernard hot takes right now. All right, we ready for your for your in my defense. What you defending?
1: Okay, in my defense, I believe that being tall is a curse. I think that <laughs> being <laughs> being six two or taller means that you never really had to develop a personality, so you're just a piece of shit.
0: Wow. Oh, okay, I so now the people are gonna want to know your height, Greg. People, the people are gonna want to know. I
1: am. I am barely five ten, standing my tallest. Okay, like I so have you're to be real like upright. Hey, yeah, upright. <laughs> Why
0: you breathe in? Like
1: right. Like at the at, <laughs> at the doctor, I have to like like take a take a breath in, stand with my chest out, like literally feel <laughs> and meditate to feel as if I am levitating to be five ten.
0: <laughs> not levitating to get the height up you know yes, i heard a levit- rumor about you uh-huh
1: um
0: i heard a rumor that you got a surgery in order to be taller that you got uh yeah, a, a no, no surgery. I, I got that i got that back in order surgery to be taller to be is taller. that true yeah, yeah, yes yeah. that okay, is 100 percent true
1: i um i got a spinal surgery that added another uh spinal column or spinal piece disc uh to elongate my neck and make me um uh, half an inch taller.
0: Yes, that's what I absolutely. thought. Um, you know, I didn't want to out you just directly on the show, but you know, no,
1: it is it is what
0: it is. I, I'm happy that you're willing to come to terms with that's what that's that's absolutely what happened. Um that take is pretty it's it's you know what? I have to agree, as a chronically short person, as someone who has spent the last um twenty-seven years below average height, yeah. I have done just fine for myself
1: right but you feel pressed often i'm sure and you go through life feeling pressed or getting pressed in general so i mean you never got you've, pressed. i, gone I mean you've all right me. okay well this is, <laughs> this is speaking on men i guess mm-hmm. yeah. there have been many a times where i have talked shit or on a light level to talk shit or whatever and have gotten swung on because this person did not want me to be talking to them in the niggas way that i'm talking swing. to them they niggas just, niggas just swing they either buck up or would be like oh what's going on boss blah 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 What well, you talking about my mom i would immediately go for people's moms i i think that might be the reason wow. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> that's what it is it's not you talking about niggas
1: moms that's it, it, it might have been that it was, Somebody, somebody, said, somebody was talking about tattoos and then they talked about me being dark and they're just like, You, this is a middle school. And it's like, You probably have tattoos, but you're so dark we can't see them. And I was like, Yeah, you can't see uh, that these are all the positions me and my your mom do. So,
0: oh my God. Middle school, Rick. So edgy and edgelord.
1: Now we were fighting. I was an edgelord. Now we're fighting. Now we're fighting. And I feel like if I were taller, nobody would. Yeah, it's mad disrespectful. Bart taller, and that's that's what niggas do. Like that's that's general talk. Like that's just how people talk to each other. Mm. And I feel like if you're taller, you can build up a confidence because nobody's fucking reaching you. You know, nobody's okay. reaching your chin. Okay. So, me being reachable means that I am teachable. <laughs> so they <laughs> will swing. If
0: you're- you are teachable teachable wow. so that
1: means that they will swing they will do whatever they will get in your face if you're you know you can't like get into the face of somebody's holiday because you, you're you're getting in their chest technically so you're getting in their chest and that's saying,
0: embarrassing
1: i'm saying that all of those situations build character and they build a a a, a fear of man or a okay. at least a respect of man
0: okay so
1: when you are taught i'm watching um uh winning time with uh but the HBO show talking about the Showtime Lakers. And I'm looking at, I'm I'm just watching Magic Johnson be super confident about being mediocre at best <laughs> at basketball. Mm. He, I mean, mm. uh, for his time, he was great, but if he was in the league now, he'd get washed. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I attribute a lot of that to him being tall. Like he was a, he grew up as a, a garbage man's kid. Um, he would like, you know, on summers, he would, you know, pretty much take out the trash with his dad He got really good at basketball. And within that, you know, three year span of time, everybody's talking to him like he's a god for one being good at basketball and then for two being as tall as possible. Tiger Woods wasn't having that. You know, Tiger Woods was super good at golf, but nobody gave a shit because he's about as tall as uh, the average person. So you're not really looking up to them.
0: Hi, I'm Kate Casey, an unscripted TV expert. Three times a week, I interview the talent directors, producers, and hosts of television's most popular reality shows, docu-series, and documentaries. I get all the -the behind-the-scenes stories. Wow. Well, you know what? That definitely tracks. Also, yeah. I would like to say, as someone who's been 5'2 for years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it comes in handy on airplanes. If you it are comes tall in yeah. on an airplane, it just sucks for you because the thing about me is I'm always going to recline my seat. So yeah. it doesn't bother me when other people recline their seats. Because, again, my legs are three inches and I'm always going to do it because my back hurts. My back hurts all the time. You tall people get the advantage in every other portion of life on an airplane. This is my realm. Thank you. That's all that that is.
1: You better pray and hope that you are rich enough to get first class or like that extra, you know, flight, whatever, the extra leg room uh, joint or whatever. But. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm put my I'm gonna put my seat back because I don't really give a fuck about about you about who's behind me, all of that stuff. This is the only time that I could teach you a lesson. <laughs> you are we know? bad
0: people? Does this make us bad? Maybe,
1: people? maybe. But you know who's worse? Tall people. Tall people yes. are yes. probably worse.
0: No, 100. percent Okay, let's move on to the song of the week. I brought a song of the yes. week that I know you're going to love because you know what.
1: Song did you bring? I brought "Off the Wall" by Michael Jackson.
0: Oh, we yeah. oh, we yeah. have
1: been yeah, we have been on a like a light Michael Jackson kick, and I don't. So I don't know what spawned it. I think I was just driving one day, and I was like, oh, let me just you know, I, I'm I'm kind of tired of this likes playlist. Let me just play something. Let me. Let me just put something on let me just go back through a catalog i started off with stevie wonder and i was like man he had some bangers this is crazy and then i was just like let me just go back to why and figure out why everybody loved michael jackson so much Mm -hmm. but i was like i remember seeing a video of him just selling out a stadium and it's just you know a hundred thousand people just him and i'm like there has to be A reason why maybe I was missing something. Maybe as an adult, I need to go back through his catalog and listen to his stuff just to be like what the whole vibe was. And when I tell you, I was losing my mind just listening to this man. Not for the first time, but just like for the first time as an adult.
0: Like really sitting with it, like as an adult. Sitting,
1: (laughs) sitting with it and like comparing it to music of today's era, he was so ahead of his time. It was it's truly astounding to even think about.
0: The layers, the layers in it is actually very crazy. The production of it, everything was it's really wild. fucking crazy. You, yeah, you literally texted me one day, just out of nowhere. You were like, "Michael Jackson's incredible," yeah. <laughs> like, like, like two months yes. ago. You were yeah. like, "Michael Jackson is fucking incredible," and I was like, "Yes." How do we arrive here? And you're right. just like, "I just been, I just been listening. I, I know, just it's been, been great. Listening. We took a little night drive, played some Michael Jackson. It hit."
1: Oh, my God, because it it makes you want to like if you're stuck in traffic, it makes you want to stop the car and get out and like La La Land and dance on top of your car. Because it's just it's it's a it's a whole vibe that you have to you have to experience and be entranced in and actually go out and do whenever you listen to Michael Jackson. I have never Dude. sat still listening to anything that he's put on or put out. I remember the day when he passed. I was at school, and I—I I, I don't know if this woman was a professor or a student there, and she was maybe a little bit older, but she was running through the quad, just telling every black person she knew, "Michael Jackson died." Michael Jackson. <laughs> like,
0: oh no! It was—it
1: was almost like a black Paul Revere. Oh, about Michael no.
0: Jackson's death. So, first of all, you couldn't tell if this person was a student or a professor. How old? Was no, 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 this? Like, no, 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 How old no, was
1: this person? No, she she had to be. At le- I mean, I was nineteen at the at the time, so she's at least thirty two. So I was like looking at somebody who was thirty two oh, okay, years old, okay, being okay. like, "Yeah, okay. damn, this bitch old," oh, or whatever. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> or, wow. Or, yeah, no, it was just it was wild. It was it was very hilarious um i was very high at the time and eating a subway sandwich uh you were with at my school, buddy Robert huh? just a
0: heathen. oh my yeah, gosh was
1: i was bad i i should have dropped out
0: earlier but yeah <laughs> and you were 19 oh you were, you were okay you were in college okay because i was about to yeah. say michael jackson died at the end of june why was you still in school you were in college yeah this makes
1: sense it might have been a summer class at like a community college I, it was probably a summer class because
0: Okay, yeah, my
1: well, parents love doing that shit.
0: Now that we're on the topic of Michael Jackson, I have mm-hmm. a song that I brought as well. Can you <laughs> Can you guess? Can you just say, I'm going to give you three guesses. The artist three guesses. is not Michael Jackson. I'm going to give you three guesses.
1: Oh, it's the fucking weekend oh, it's some bullshit. <laughs> oh my God. The oh. Yeah.
0: Weekend's number one fucking fan. We are going to Coachella next Disgusting. weekend, and Garrett gets to see the weekend, and he's really excited about it.
1: I am um, disgusted. <laughs> I I brought hate it. I brought, did I need to, I need to before for the people. I feel like I need to explain why I don't like him.
0: Please explain why you don't like the can Go
1: for it. one day. I mean, back to high escavades. This is like when I first first started smoking. So like, again, nineteen, um, driving my friends around. I am pretty high, and just driving or just being. I'm trying to. I'm I'm skipping over my words because I'm like, should I? announced that I was driving under the influence, but I don't know. I don't care.
0: I thought you was sober. First of all, J- James, James said that he was sober. So I'll confuse
1: Oh, James is, uh, is not me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> he is a character I play on television. That's correct. But, <laughs> you know, I, I was high driving and my friend put on some weekend song. Some, we, I don't remember what it was. I, I think he put on an album So it was like two or three songs deep. And you know, when you're high and you're you're really like caught up in your own thoughts and then the world kind of, you know, launches into whatever deep thought that you're having. Yes. I feel like that's what happened with The Weekend, but with like his shaky ass lamb voice. (laughs) And I had such a, such a pure reaction (laughs) to the disdain that i had for him where i was just like what is this sound get it off turn it off turn it (laughs) off right now because this is terrible this this whoever this singer is yeah whoever the singer is i i do not like his voice and maybe it could have been he was going in and out of the um the waiver the waviness that I don't really like where they're going in and out of pitch. And I'm just like, why would you, this in and out of pitch thing that like truly annoys me. It almost sounds like if a fly gets in your ear, like that, like kind of noise.
0: Yo, this two thing Garrick hates, it is a fly getting in his ear (laughs) and music that sounds out of pitch. (laughs) So it's really funny that those two things are connected because you said separately how you hate each of those things. And it's funny that- you connect those things as
1: well, and the weekend is that to me.
0: And the weekend is a fly that's in your ear, that it's yeah. in my ear. Okay, yes. Um, you're wrong, but okay. well, sure, we'll go with that. Um, the song that I brought, you don't even, you're not even gonna know the song, but it's House of Balloons/slash Glass Table Girls by the weekend. It's early the weekend, and I have this song has been just really getting to me lately. I don't know what about this song mm-hmm. has really been getting to me, but I miss druggy the weekend more than his current he's in a demon era right now that's terrifying i'm i'm actually not looking forward to seeing him at coachella because he's doing this weird demonic shit his last album was i called it was something fm i don't remember something fm this last album that came out i listened to it once through and had to sage my fucking house afterwards because (laughs) i legitimately it was demonic like yeah yeah, they had little interstitials in there that were telling people to kill themselves. It's too much. I don't know what he's going to do. I didn't do, get I to like that part. The part. You didn't listen to it. What are you talking about? You didn't get to that, that part. To, you, I listened you, you, to it. You did? I,
1: I, listen, I listened to it, yeah. I did actually like it. <laughs> I liked it you enough. You did? Who are where you? It was, I don't know. I liked it enough to where I was like, I I, I wasn't going to rethink his discography, but I was like, oh, this is like a fun vibe. I get white people like him. I was at least coming around to, I get it. Wow. Wow. Um, Yeah, I I do because I I love I think I love disco and like funk stuff over a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And this one he definitely has been more in a a disco-y era with these last couple albums than the previous material he's put out. But I miss his dark pop era. His dark pop, his, his Toronto era. His Toronto era, his pure drug, all I talk about is drugs in my music. Right, The weekend. I loved that. I miss his musty hair.
1: His musky hair?
0: His musty hair. His hair just looked like it had a stench to it. The palm tree oh, musty God. hair.
1: You miss like the, the large dr- three dreads that he had? The
0: large three dreads. I was so sad because you. Then I was like, you, look, you just look like any other nigga now. You look like any other light-skinned nigga now before. Oh my you, God. You had, looked, I you mean, before a...
1: you, he looked dirty. That's not good. <laughs>
0: He looked greasy. Exactly. I wasn't he trying looked- to. I mean, I didn't think he was cute. I just liked it. I was right. like, yeah,
1: right. He he looks like one of those like back massagers from like from home economics or whatever the fuck that shit is that you gotta just. He put looked on like your-
0: a machine. A machine. <laughs> <He> <laughs> like yeah. A back massager.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Stop. Leave the weekend alone. It's like it's like essentially if Post Malone suddenly started cleaning up. I don't want that. Like why yeah, would yeah. I you want kind of that? you
1: I get I get why you would want like a greasy post Malone. You need yeah. a greasy post Malone. You need somebody to be s- sultryy singing while looking like a dirty dish rag. That's fair.
0: There are very few niggas who were yeah. singing back in the day who also look good. Have you ever seen Marvin Gaye? Yeah. Marvin Gaye he wasn't a, wasn't giving. No. No, I wasn't giving at all. No, but I mean I that's because
1: people you you didn't need to see them as often, right? So like now now you're seeing them constantly, and it's just like ooh, you you are tough to look at. It's I don't, I can't at. even look. I can't even hear what you're singing
0: <laughs> because you're fucking ugly.
1: That's the sad reality of America, where where that we will we'll, put like the prettiest people on tv that are not you know good at this
0: oh is that a light flex well you are good at this but is that a flex i I, put was the
1: prettiest on TV? <laughs> I was talking about myself i was like you know i i, I think i look good but i'm like i can use some work like an acting oh, department boy. yeah but i mean i'm i'm also talking about like with, with singers where it's just like oh my god this person sounds terrible but they're i mean i'll listen because they, if i see them at a, at a at a party or something like that it's just like i might faint you know mm. so it switched over to where it was just like all radio stuff and it's just like all right it doesn't really matter i'm just listening to it with Mar- marvin gay it's like i don't care what marvin Gaye looks like What's he like sounds incredible who? yeah
0: yeah yeah you know what? that's fair you know that's, that's very fair i feel like it's a uh what is that called? Like an inversely relational, like they're inversely related. The better you yeah. look, the worse you become. And that is true for The weekend. The weekend used to be great. And he's just been on a steady decline. The more he turns into a regular light skinned nigga, the worse yeah. he gets. I'm like, please, please just grow, grow the hair back out.
1: I think that fame is a, is a disease and it makes you work less. It's almost like riding a bike downhill. Whereas like you already got up there and now you're going down and it's just like, I don't need to work as I have so much momentum. I don't need to work as hard and I don't yeah. need to pedal as hard um, because I'm already I'm already moving, Oof. you know,
0: I can't wait. So it My God.
1: Right. Yes, Right. Right. So he's like, I, I can put out whatever because people will listen to it regardless. You yeah, kind of see that with like comics. And I hate that for y'all.
0: Comics do the same shit.
1: Sometimes. Well, I mean, there's there's a thing where where you'll go on or comics will go on stage, and because they're already famous, everybody's laughing regardless. It doesn't matter mm. who it is. You're you're so famous that you don't really have to work out a thought. Um, so your your material will either get worse or stay in the same place and stay stagnant.
0: I was gonna name a couple people by name that I feel like fall into that. But I'm not. Because That's- <laughs> you have a career in this.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, chill, 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 chill,
0: I'm going to let them chill. rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I'm going to let them rock. Anyway, yeah. let's move on to the main topic. We're talking about Kung Fu today. Yes. Like I said, I don't know. And I literally don't know shit about Kung Fu. I researched it for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's what I came up with. I'm going to give you a little brief synopsis. And then, Garrett, I'm going to let you talk about Kung Fu and your thoughts behind it and all that stuff. Let's do it. Kung Fu is a primarily unarmed Chinese martial art resembling karate. Okay. The rest of this information came from a video from the guardian that was on YouTube. It was a very informative video. It was really good. I'll link it. I might not, I might forget, but here's information. Kung fu comes to the States in the seventies in the 1970s. And it's often featured themes of resistance, which coincided with the black power movement at the time. The term white devils was a common phrase in Kung Fu films. That says a lot. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Kung Fu shifted the black exploitation genre away from relying solely on negative stereotypes of blackness and began depicting and began depicting the black leads in a more positive, heroic way, akin to the way leads in kung fu films were portrayed. And the leads in black exploitation films were doing martial arts. Also, they began doing martial arts. So that's that's a little brief synopsis of the kung fu genre. Gary, questions for you? Yes. Have you ever done any martial arts?
1: Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I've been. Um, I did when I was soul searching <laughs> after high school. Um, I did Krav Maga for like four years, four or five years, and then I picked up muay thai after that. So since I was like eighteen, um, I had been on and off, but I love it. There is there is a weird camaraderie that kind of comes. During like our Krav Maga classes, we had this thing called like the White Night, where you work out from six p.m. to six o'clock in the morning. So you're literally the 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 most tired you've ever been in your life, and the only reason why you keep going is because of the people around you doing it. So with that, I feel like that is the spirit of of martial arts is okay. suffering <laughs> together <laughs> you okay. know because you always see these kung fu movies and they're just like all about resilience and 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 pushing through your boundaries and or pushing through a glass ceiling and all of that stuff so when you're taking that spirit into working out it's just a really nice it's just really nice to see it's a really nice mm-hmm. uh depiction of resolve My name is Tom Buck, and this is The Enthusiasm Project. Join me each week for deep dives exploring the world of what it means to be an independent creator on YouTube, starting your own creative business, and keeping a positive, enthusiastic mindset along the way. New episodes of The Enthusiasm Project are available every Monday, wherever you get your podcast.
0: Okay, and when you're working out from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., First of all, how many times did you do
1: that? I did that four times.
0: You did it every year that you did crop maga. You did that six a.m. to six a.m. shit. Yeah, that's crazy. What does that even mean? Like, what? How do you work up? How do you work out for twelve hours?
1: It's just, it's just silly stuff that he would make up throughout the throughout the night. So it was like mostly, you know, practicing strikes and all that stuff, mostly cardio stuff. And then as the dawn broke, as the dawn broke. Um, we were like on the beach. So like the actual dojo was by Santa Monica Pier and we would run to the pier, run on the beach, run into the water, run back, all kinds of like weird stuff that (laughs) truly like once, and that's like in the morning, that's after you've been working out for for probably like eight hours, right?
0: Mm -hmm. So uh,
1: you're so tired and so over it and now you're being thrown into a current, you know. Now you're being thrown into waves. It just and
0: something about that was like for you. You were like, mm, well, yeah, I want to do it again, yeah, and again, again, again. And again, because because it it every time it would come
1: up, it's almost it's almost tapping into the the toxicity that's in all males, where it's just like, man, I ain't no mm. bitch, like, bro, I'm gonna do this. Don't know do this. I wonder if I can do this. I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose out to the 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 other guys that are doing this.
0: Mm, I need to
1: be able to. keep it, it wasn't even competitive. It was just the fact that I need you to sh- see that I can keep up with you.
0: Mm, it was competitive for you in your head. E- yes. It
1: was yes. competitive. <laughs> mm. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That sounds psychotic.
1: But like after you do it, after you're done, there's this, this weird form of euphoria where you're like, I can't believe I finished that. I cannot believe that this happened. I cannot believe that I've done Oof. this four times.
0: mm you know If it's one thing you could do, it is what is that called? Uh delayed gratification. You're you're good at delayed gratification. You're gonna do the, the hard thing now in hopes that it pays off later. Yeah, it's so like it um it's a patience yeah i don't have it hoping to get there but um that's crazy i can't believe you did that shit four years in a row i knew you did it once and i saw the photos of you going into the water or something yeah four times is absolutely insane
1: truly painful (laughs) truly painful but it's it's gonna stick out in my mind It was like one of those one of those it's it's the same reason why anybody does like those tough mutter races or the spartan races or anything like that or a marathon it's just like a
0: marathon yeah i'm just
1: so it's so crazy that i trained for this and then finished it and now i get to say that i did it to my kids later
0: running a marathon is so crazy to me i have never i can't even imagine at all yeah that does that
1: does sound that that whole like you know people run in and then their nipples are bleeding i'm like yo you should just you should go i'm sorry have you not seen people's nipples bleed from chafing?
0: I'm um, oh, yeah. sorry. From what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Please, 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 please.
1: You're not wearing like the tape over your nipples and whatnot or whatever. Um, your nipple, your shirt will rub up against your Shut nipples up. so often that it'll up. chafe and you bleed. You
0: are the fuck lying.
1: No, 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 no. That's it's wild.
0: Who, what type of sadistic wild shit is that?
1: It's wild. It's truly disgusting. But people do it and they love it and they get like the runner's high and they're just like, I can't, that's I, real.
0: that's a myth. That's, that's a, a myth. myth. I feel like it's a myth too. Capitalism.
1: I feel like it's a myth too. I feel like it's, it's a weird sadistic way or a sadistic way that runners try to convince themselves that this is a good for them or a good thing, even though that running that distance is, is not good. Yeah.
0: It's not even good for you. It's bad for your knees. Your knows Garrett Rand. You, you, used, you used to be a runner boy, a runner yep. on the track And side. my knees
1: are fucked. <laughs> like My knees hurt mm. constantly.
0: And yeah, he always still trying to kick somebody. Always still trying yeah, to do a always. little Tai Chi or Krop Maga or what is it? What is it? What's Muay
1: Thai.
0: Muay Thai. Why do I always say Tai Chi? How do I get there? I don't know.
1: The Thai. Honestly. <laughs> That's
0: what it is. It's just That's like, oh, Thai.
1: Thies, uh is it a, tie, like a tie like a tie, some kind right, of tie. Is it tippy tie? Thies. I absolutely
0: thought of a tippy tie. Anyways, yeah. what's your favorite kung fu based art?
1: Um,
0: it could be a film, it could be a song, whatever. Uh, I don't know if anime is kung fu based, but it could be you know whatever.
1: It's it's probably the the films. It's probably the films because the way that they are. The way that they choreograph stuff, especially nowadays, like in the modern era, they've gotten so good at. In a lot of like modern films, they'll do this thing, and um, uh, Jackie Chan is probably attributed to this. But they'll do this thing where they'll have the 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 camera be like shaky to show motion or whatever to show that you know, and kind of like hide the fact that the actors aren't moving as fast. Like in the in all of the Born movies. It's just like, oh, move with his hand. And it looks like it's, it's going super fast. Oh, my gosh. But in actuality, it's not. Whereas in Kung Fu films, in martial arts films, they want to showcase the martial art. So they want to showcase how good these people are at doing the fighting, mm, doing the choreography. Okay. So they kind of play it like comedy where they play it in the wide and just have them like go at it for a while and just show yeah. the choreo. It's almost like a dance where it's just like you don't want to zoom in on people doing choreo in a music video. You want to zoom out and kind of let them, you know, do it at the same time so you can see people, you know, Jabberwocky's doing the poppets and the lockets oh, and all that yeah. shit. So you want to, you want to see all of that because you, you've been practicing this thing for, you know, for years and you want to put it on display. I feel like that is. I don't want to say like the ultimate because they're not, you know, they're not really hitting each other, you know, you're not whenever you do kung fu or you do muay thai in real life it doesn't look like that. But when it is on display and shown, it is incredible. It is incredible to watch. It's it's truly like breathtaking to watch somebody um kind of miss somebody else and like counter perfectly and all of that stuff. Like there there's this series of movies called the Ip Man it's talk, talking about Bruce Lee's Bruce Lee's teacher, and just watching him do—I forgot the name of his martial art—but watching him do it is is incredible.
0: Oh yeah, back to the point that you made about like you said in a, like a music video when you want to see the wide because you want to see the choreography that they're doing. That's a really good point because it's called Wing Chun. Wing Chun is the type of martial arts that he was doing. And music videos, like, if you cut, if you are cutting too often or, like, you're too tight in the shots, that lets me know that the person not The person's not can't dancing. Dance.
1: They can't yeah, dance. Yeah,
0: like, that they can't dance and you're trying to cut and make it look cool and dynamic because they're not cool and dynamic.
1: Right, right, exactly.
0: Which definitely makes sense for choreography.
1: Right. When you go to a Britney Spears fucking music video, that shit is wide as hell because she's hitting Period. that bitch. She's hitting that Period. shit constantly. Tell
0: the girls about Brit Brad. Tell the girls
1: <laughs> she's she's hit. She's fucking, mm-hmm, fucking all that shit. Period. Like it's, it's like goddamn. So when you go to like more modern music videos where people can rely on the camera tricks, and then you go and see them mm. live, it's just like, ah, you weren't built for this. That's a, a wow, shame.
0: right? No, very much that you were not built for this, and you actually suck. And I hate that for you. Yes. Um, who's your favorite martial artist? Do you have a favorite martial artist? Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan.
1: Um, I like Tony Jaa a lot. He's a Muay Thai guy. Oh, you saying names? I ain't never heard in my life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I like Tony Jaa. But there's uh the guy there's a guy in this series of films called The Raid. It's two movies, and
0: oh, like the Megan Saurian song.
1: I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like the making the stallion song, mm-hmm. running running through your nigga house like
0: a tomb like raider? a That's Tomb Raider.
1: No, I'm not talking about Tomb Raider. Okay, but okay. I am talking about the raid. Um, but <laughs> I'm I'm looking up his name as well.
0: Okay.
1: Um. Anyway, same as Ico, something. Anyway. He is incredible. Like in the raid movies, you're, you're usually in martial arts films. It's usually super traditional and like super, you know, somebody wearing um, a a martial arts gown and, and they're going into like either feudal Japan or old China and all that stuff. And they're like, they're doing the moves and they're, they're doing the kata and all that stuff. And it's really, and respectful Mm -hmm. in the raid movies. All of that shit goes out the window. It's okay. it, it, this no is sense. this is a nigga like with a knife Combat. trying to kill you as quickly as possible. There, whatever this martial arts style is, it is as brutal. It's truly disgusting. Then that's why you like it, and it's it's such a shocking difference from going from like the legend of the drunken master with Mar- with uh, Jackie Chan to this. You're you're watching somebody again be the son of a, you know, of a, of a a dojo of a, of a martial arts master or a dojo owner and all that stuff, teaching people um, how to do martial arts. And his son is developing his own style and being drunk and it's Jackie Chan and he's being hilarious while fighting. And that's like a skill on its own. We can get back to that later, Mm -hmm. but you go from that to the raid where it is, there is a scene where a guy you know, it beats somebody up, stabs him like three times, takes his head and jumps through a door and forces dude's neck on like the ridge of the door. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like
0: it's,
1: it's, it was, I, I, I knew that martial arts could probably look more brutal than it was. I think the most brutal I had, I had seen at that time was a uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon, where they're like, you know they're like kind of murdering each other with like swords and shit but going to that is even uh, crossing tiger hidden dragon was was like watching someone do a, a, a suspended ribbon dance you know it's just like all flowy and beautiful
0: it was and beautiful. then this is
1: just, yeah and this is like the most metal martial arts i've ever seen and it is and fucking this is amazing. your face? Yes, a sickness. Yes. Oh my god! No. I, 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 as somebody that's grown up watching them, the stark difference is just so, so amazing. It's so dope to see. I swear, I swear to you, like
0: you know what? You had had too much martial arts. You had you had enough. You had like a lot of kung fu, or whatever, and it wasn't satisfying you enough. It was like a gateway drug. Like when you start off with a little bit of, you know, you just do yeah. like, one little bit of a hit of. of crack of crack and next yeah, thing you know yeah. you want you your you heroin active. as well as me like, because crack not hitting no more how it needs to so now you gotta get now you gotta find the next high high that's what it nah, is you went from fix. regular violence to extreme violence and that was your new fave it sounds like a sickness
1: it's not a sickness at all. It's not a sickness because it's like I feel like the the same way in music where it's just like somebody playing a guitar, somebody playing a an acoustic guitar is beautiful. So is somebody fucking playing with both of their hands doing a metal riff, and it's just like causing something disturbing. But it's just
0: like Gary say, nice. listening to some fucking metal in the gym or or yeah. just random times, just throwing yeah. on some metal. That's, that sounds beautiful to you. As an avid emo girl and an electric guitar girl, you see the shirt, My Chemical Romance shirt on right now. I can't get into the metal.
1: I bet you the, guitarists of, the guitarist of My Chemical Romance has seen like Eddie Van Halen play the guitar and be like, yo, this is fucking, goddamn, this is wild. Or any of like the Pantera dudes. Like they're really they're really fucking going for it. And I think that you can appreciate the spectrum is what I'm getting at.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I'm sure that Jackie Chan would look at Tony Jaw's films and be like, Oh my God, he's really, he's really going for it. This is crazy. Um, there, there are some like behind the scenes stuff that Tony Jaw does with him and his stuntman. And he's, he's really kicking these niggas. Like he's, he's running and with, uh, Muay Thai, the contact points are your joints. So it's, it's your, um, your fuck? knuckles, your elbows oh. and your knees.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you meant you were kicking somebody like in their kneecaps or like trying to like bend their elbow. And I was to say that's,
1: I mean, they they that's most martial arts. They'll go for your joints most of the time.
0: That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my God. How traumatizing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But like these. The behind the scenes stuff, you're, you're seeing him do like a flying knee, which is him getting a running start and kneeing somebody in the chest and then kicking them across the room. And I'm like, yo, these, these, these guys are really, they're doing the contact. That's crazy. So when you watch Mm. the movie and you see them actually get hit, they're actually getting hit. It's not like a fake thing. And that's, I think,
0: incredible. That's actually wild as fuck. Actually, very much incredible. Absolutely wild as fuck and insane as well. There are so many American Black references to Kung Fu in general. Yeah. In the world. Wu-Tang Clan.
1: Wu-Tang Clan, I think, really opened the floodgates with that.
0: 100%. Founding member Wu-Tang Clan, RZA, and ODB. Apparently yeah. saw Shaolin versus Wu-Tang in 1983. RZA loved it. So one of his favorite movies to today and formed Wu-Tang Clan based on that. He said he could identify with the themes of the movie. Like it was like um, familial and us against them type situation and also about resistance and whatever. He said a whole bunch of stuff, but that like inspired him.
1: Right. And I feel like as we, you know, talk about the the race of it all, a lot of the themes that either Chinese filmmakers or Japanese filmmakers were going through were the same as black Americans. So you're, you're looking at people being resilient and you're like, yep. we should have this type of resilience. We, how do we do that? And we learned, you know, some people took up a martial art because that's the only other thing that was telling you how to, you know take up arms or defend yourself and all that stuff so yeah. you, you have like the Michael J. Whites or you you have um I mean Kareem Abdul Jabbar in that one in Enter the Dragon I was going to say that yeah, yeah 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 and
0: that Kung Fu movie yeah
1: Yeah so it's just it it's just we just relate to those themes so much and then it's just nice not seeing white people on screen all the time
0: It's nice seeing like a non-white man hero or like as the protagonist
1: yeah it's yeah. um were you gonna say something i'm sorry i'm sorry I <laughs> paused.
0: okay i was gonna talk about kung fu kenny as well kung fu kenny twofold rush hour's don cheeto's character from rush hour 2 and then obviously kendrick lamar's alter ego during his damn era there's just like so much of it in black culture did you know you, you remember the song kung fu fighting yeah everybody was kung fu fighting yeah you know, that's a Jamaican man.
1: I, I knew it was a black man. I didn't know it was a Jamaican man. That's a Jamaican <laughs> it man. makes sense.
0: <laughs> Named Carl Douglas. That oh shit, That song sold 11 million records worldwide and it's one of the best-selling singles of all time.
1: Of all time? Kung Fu
0: Fighting. Of all time. One of the best-selling singles of all time.
1: It's such a easy song. And then also people just fucking love Kung Fu. Like, it's just they do. cool. You Nobody knew that. Because it, I I I guess that's fucked up. Anyway, <laughs> nobody nobody really knew that you could do these types of things with your body. Like it was kind of just like this hidden art that just came across the pond.
0: That's a great word. In
1: such a huge way, where you're just like, yo, they're fucking doing backflips into niggas knees like what body what the with their body yeah. like oh my god this is he just did a, a flip kick what kind of stuff and then also you have video games coming out doing where you have like fighting games showcasing kung fu you have like street fighter one and two coming out and and that's taking its own i um, didn't even
0: think about that yeah. yeah the video game
1: of it all its own like chunk of space in pop culture to where there was just a, a certain period of time where every everybody had kung fu fever, everybody was trying to learn how to do things, and then they they got you know Chuck Norris world karate champion, and they are just like, I gotta, we finally got a white man. Oh my god, thank God, thank God, he finally know. got one back on top. Who? Uh, I feel like America would have would have fallen apart if Chuck Norris didn't come <laughs> come. If
0: they didn't get them a white man that could that could come and martial art them up,
1: yeah. I truly believe that once you once you saw someone actually do the art and actually fight and it it, it took away from the cowboyness of it all, where that, I think that's what mm-hmm. was on TV primarily at that time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're just like seeing somebody kill from a distance. There's this one quote. I don't know who said it, but. Worst invention that man uh, created was the ability to kill from a distance, because you don't get to see your opponent Die pass. You don't get to the see them. Yeah, of that, carry that The shit impact of 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 how you know hurtful that can be to take a life, and yeah. I feel like again with a lot of kung fu movies, life is so. Beautiful and 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 substantial, and they they really take care of the weights of it all. To where it's just like the, the the hero always hesitates before actually hitting somebody and and doing that like palm thing in their chest and all that stuff to make their heart explode. It's just like I'm sorry, I had to do this to you, man. Or it was uh, oh my rush. I forgot about
0: that. That's crazy. Um, last like in Spider Man when in the last Spider Man we saw what was that? What was that one called? Far from Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. No Way and Home. Oops. <laughs> no Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. When Andrew Garfield's character was saying that he got bitter and angry mm-hmm. and he stopped pulling his punches back. Yeah. That's just what that made me think of. When he yeah. stopped pulling his punches back, he meant like he was trying to kill niggas, right? He was trying like to kill niggas stopped. for real. Because yeah, like they, they are, you know, he
1: could he could lift a bus and stop a, bus, stop a train mid motion and then also hit a normal person in the face and not kill them or like make their face explode. So he's saying, I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) Uh, I am going to fully hit you in the chest as hard as I can. And that will make a normal human probably uh, implode. So yeah, he's not pulling his punches anymore. And it's it's truly like disturbing. It would have been a a very gruesome set of movies.
0: Once again, we have white... Man, <laughs> <laughs> doing something a little bit savage, yeah. and we have non-white men, the kung fu men, mm-hmm. doing things the humane and natural way, putting their hands on people's hearts and squeezing them to stop the pain. Yeah, yes. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Point it's proven it's that's hum-
0: it.
1: Yeah, it is the 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 humanity of it all is the there are certain things. All. There are certain things in Kung Fu movies where it's just like, I need to help my fellow brother whether or not we're fighting right now. And I think that that is, again, the beauty of it where, I mean, we watch Ra-Tang fight all the time. Ra-Tang.
0: Our guy, that's our Ra-Tang, boy.
1: Ra-Tang Hit jong Young, Or something like, I, I don't want to say. Ooh. I don't even
0: know his damn last name. Yeah, his, I'm, last name oh, is, his last name his last
1: No, ra yeah. is his first name. Oh, oh wow. his name is not Jimmy Rod Tang. His name is Rod Tang. <laughs>
0: Jimmy Rod Tang. If y'all have never seen, like, if you are into MMA or anything of the sort, just Google Rod Tang.
1: Rod Tang. it man is pathetic.
0: Fucking menace. He's, He's a incredible. monster. It's crazy. They
1: like, they call him I don't the Iron Man. Spoil the
0: surprise and say like exactly what he does but go garrick they call him the iron man
1: they call him the iron man i won't spoil the surprise either just watch him but i brought him up to say like this is this is somebody who is so brutal who is literally like just beating the shit out of other people for money constantly he he has over 500 fights and i think he's won three quarters of them so this is somebody who does that for money. And then after every fight, he is just as humble as humanly possible. He's bowing to the person.
0: Shocking. It's shocking. Every single time.
1: He's talking shit mid fight. Like, come on, like, let's do this, blah, blah, blah. But they do. He does all of that out of respect, one, for his opponent and respect for the art itself. because. Yeah it's a religion to these guys the art of combat is is a is a way of life and the only way that they can practice their way of life is through assaults which is you know <laughs> damn it's it's the unfortunate truth of it all but it's what they believe and it's and it's something that when you fight someone you truly like get down Get down on your knees and be like, "Man, thank you so much for pushing me to this point." And that's why I feel like tall people are a menace to society because they've never had that. <laughs> they've never fought. They've never fully one-on-one somebody because nobody can reach them. Nobody's gonna be like, Don't "I'm gonna swing want on this dude." Yeah, right. Like nobody's like been like, "Yo, look, let's go outside." I will. I'll do it. I'll do it.
0: Oh, you do it? You got that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll fight okay. Somebody. Get him there. Get him there. You know who else I feel like would would quickly 1v1 somebody? Mm. Nicki Minaj. And I will end yeah. on some lyrics okay. Okay. from Nicki that okay. uh includes I'll i end on a couple of lyrics. The first one being I think, from yeah, a song, Nikki, a little song. Nicki
1: Minaj fights. For sure.
0: A little song called Motorsport by Migos and Nicki Minaj is featured on it. And she says, Oh, she doesn't say kung fu specifically. She's she talks about Jackie Chan. Rap Jackie Chan, we ain't pulling them fake stunts. My crown won't fit on your bum ass lace fronts. Ooh. You know, just embedded in the culture. You know, and she she's, calls she's her, obviously. She calls
1: herself called herself Chun Li all the time. That is a she Street Fighter Chun-Li. character. Yet again.
0: Yeah, she got, yes, yes. She, she, should be talking about, I'm the bad guy, Chun Li. I hear that Chun Li is not even the villain. She's so not, she's not the villain
1: in, in this Street Fighter. Be paying
0: attention. Yeah, she's maybe not, she but, don't. yeah.
1: But, it, I mean, hey, she still said it. She still raised she the said stars it. So obviously of Street Fighter. She
0: she understands she's here.
1: She understands. Another
0: reference to Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan seems to be the one that Nick is really. Jackie going Chan for. is the
1: one. When Jackie yeah. Chan, if anything happens to my boy, I I will be heartbroken. I I this is again somebody who I was raised with. This was a, this this uh, represented a great time with me and my father of just watching he Jackie Chan anything. movies. He said you were raised with him. He don't know you but he
0: doesn't
1: know you. he doesn't know that's fine that's okay that's okay i'm not the one to be a fan of anybody but listen i will like if if jackie chan were to walk across the street i will run past and like either bow or start crying all kinds <laughs> of not stuff
0: your bow.
1: yeah I, I i'll i shit listen i'll learn the most basic of mandarin to talk to this man
0: (laughs) wow to talk you about to google to talk to jackie chan you know what that's fair here's the final lyric from kanye west a song called all day where he says shout out to jackie chan i need to stunt right now they be looking at the gram i'll be looking at the gram he's like that's us right now so people really respect that jackie chan does people respect that seems to be the that seems to be the yes the thing
1: jackie chan does all of his own stunts um he was he was Bruce Lee's stunt man for a while, or he was part of that group of of stunt people. And yeah, d- did all of his own stunts. There's a there's one in um I believe it's called Chinatown, where he, he like broke his leg and he's still doing a stunt. They made a sock over his cast that looked like a shoe and he's still doing stunts. That's how this much they re- he respects the art. Of it all, it's insane. It's, it's not Meanwhile, just him trying to make a movie, trying to finish a movie. It is him bringing love to his religion.
0: That's truly insane. Meanwhile, I can't even box with my damn spring wrist. America's just not built the same. Americans just not built the same. We 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 don't we not built the same. That's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me, Garrick. I appreciate you. Of for course. Time. Of, of course. course. Not a problem. Um. Can you tell them where you're going to be found? Yes. <laughs> That's yes. Where where can they find you?
1: They can find me at Garrett Bernard on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I don't tweet and anymore.
0: on the Guilty Pleasures podcast.
1: Guilty Pleasures podcast. With
0: where he talks my, about. My girl um, and, and
1: my boy, Zach and Kelsey. We talk about movies that are underappreciated mm-hmm. and overappreciated. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's just how we feel that day.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I've been on a couple episodes of that. If y'all want to go check them out, I was on the Cheetah Girls episode and the Gossip Girl episode because girl shit is what I do. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Gerger is not on those episodes. I was filling in for him. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think that's it. That's it? Yes, I believe that is it. If you would like to find us, you can find us at BPLP Pod across all platforms. If you have a topic that you think we should cover, you can email us at BlackpoolLoveParamore at gmail.com. Rate us again. Spotify now allows you to rate podcast so go ahead and do that five stars only like i said i saw somebody give us a little four stars don't do that nope, don't do that nope, again no nope, don't nope. don't play with me don't never, give us no deal never four stars never. never been a four star bitch in my life always been five stars so go ahead and make that move um if you actually have something to say write out a review on apple podcast that is very helpful to me i'm sequoia your co-host per usual and that's it bye Say bye, Gary.
1: Tell the team. Bye. Sorry. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Bye. (laughs) Bye, y'all.